Welcome to Atomic Moms, a modern parenting podcast about the joys and complexities of caring for our children and, oh Lord, ourselves. I'm Ellie Noss, and each week we celebrate and commiserate with best-selling authors, parenting experts, and moms around the world. Hey, everybody. We are in Burbank, California. I am sitting across, actually squatting across. We are like in a real like... (laughs) mother's circle here. Yeah, we're literally, we're squatting in my girlfriend, Becca McHugh. <laughs> McHugh's. Um, her son, River, he's three years old. And while he's at preschool, we are, uh, we set up shop. We took over his room. We took over his sweet, his sweet, small furniture. Nursery. <laughs> all of his miniature furniture. <laughs> we're sitting on small furniture. How would you describe uh, the chair that Bridget Maloney is sitting in, Becca? It's a miniature version. It's literally a miniature version of one of the chairs that we sell on our website. Am I allowed to plug my website? (laughs) Wait, that was such an organic (laughs) transition. The furniture is really nice in Becca's Beautiful house furniture. because they own a furniture store. What is it called? Apartment2B.com. A-P-T-2B.com. We ship nationally. And do you sell the toddler? We do actually now sell the toddler yeah. chairs. So it's a, it's a small version of a, of, a big, of a big easy chair that you could own. Very modern. It's very sleek. I um, really like it. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm balanced precariously on it because I'm not a three-year-old. And now that we're done with our sponsor, (laughs) um, Bridget Maloney Sinclair is going to give birth any day. Uh, You guys know her. She's a frequent guest co-host. We we wanted to fit one in before um, stuff hits the fan Mm -hmm. uh, at your household. Um, Mm -hmm. Your due date is January 31. Yeah. Yeah. And you said it's a hard out. It's a hard out. Yeah. I'm scheduled for a C-section that day. Um, long-time listeners might remember my birth story <laughs> where I had a failed induction after a very long labor and um, ended up having a cesarean, an unplanned cesarean, and I was really adamant about having a V-back. This episode's not all about me. Um, but And I still am, and I'm doing all the stuff. But uh, after many discussions with my trusted OB and a second opinion, <laughs> I have decided to leave the scheduled cesarean for the due date, unless I'm progressing that week and then we're going to push it. Um, but so, yeah, so he probably will be coming in the next few weeks. I mean, I hope he is. Okay. And uh, Becca is also expecting her second child. How far along are you, Becca? I'm 18 weeks. So I'm due in early June. Woohoo. Mid June. Um, and guys, we're, we're all expecting on Atomic Moms. I am pregnant with our second child. Yay. We will be taking a test today to find out if it's a boy or a girl. I think it takes a week to find out. Yeah. Which, by the way, I feel so spoiled. It's a I'm working like, week, a business. It's a business Oh, week. man. So it's going to be even longer, yeah. um, which is ridiculous because I'm 11 weeks along. Uh, so still in the first trimester, everybody. Um, a lot of people wouldn't be sharing <laughs> yet. <laughs> But I feel very close to all of you. Um, so I'm going to stay in a happy, excited place. You know, there's more anxiety I uh, am experiencing the second round. And maybe it's because of the podcast um, that I know uh, a lot more about, like, all the hiccups and variations mm-hmm. and tragedies that can happen. And I'm just trying to say stu- super positive. I'm so exhausted, though. That I also just don't have the energy to hide it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I want permission to oh, just yeah. bitch. Oh, totally. Well, also, I feel like <clears throat> pardon me, the jig is up for me at least. Ellie looks exactly the same, but by 
12 weeks, I like the rubber band trick on my pants wasn't working. And I was like, I felt like I was dragging. I kept being like, I'm dragging my carcass around. <laughs> is how I felt. <laughs> so it was like, it's time for everyone to know. I felt the same way. It was like so big so quickly. Honest to God, it feels like I peed on the stick and then it was like a pop-up tent. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. it, it kind of yeah. is. I just said to my OB um, that I was experiencing a lot of pressure. Yeah. And this is a safe space. So what I'll is say that? both vaginally and rectally. Uh-huh. And the OB was like, oh, it's second childitis. Your what? uterus is just resting on your pelvic floor oh because it's stretched out from the first oh time. Oh my God, that's happening to me now. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. And she, and also my baby right now, he's um, sunny side up. He's posterior. Mm-hmm. So his back is on my back which puts more pressure on your bottom, to use a euphemism. Oh, my god! I was like, mm-hmm, I can tell. Wow. <laughs> so I'm hoping he gets into the anterior position so where he'd be putting more pressure on my cervix. Yeah, he still has oh time, god. though, right? He Any does. man just, like, passed out. I know. <laughs> it's important. You <laughs> said the word cervix, and it's important. I did. I also said rectal, which I don't know. Right. <laughs> like, um, even less sexy, <laughs> in my opinion. What were your other uh, big changes this pregnancy, Becca? Well, I think so. The day I found out I was pregnant, I just I like quit exercising. I just yes. quit like consciously. Totally. <laughs> like now I won't be going to the gym anymore. And yeah. that didn't the first time around. I was like still very committed to like my health, you know, and and exercising and being active as much as I could. And I was sick. I was sick with my first but I didn't get sick until later with this one. So there really mm-hmm. was no reason to not go <laughs> to the just gym. Embracing yourself. Like the yeah. safety of the baby. Yeah. That I am, you know, I'm as winded as I was the first go around. But yeah, I'm not pushing myself at all. Like I used to try to go to spin class and there's no way. Because I'm also right. now so paranoid about heat yeah. and about noise oh, yeah. and, right. and all of that jazz. The weird thing though that my husband was laughing about and knock on wood, nothing will happen – I'm twice as paranoid about those things, but then also so much more lenient about what I'm eating. I'm oh, the yeah, exact same oh, way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the other day I forced myself to eat a sweet potato because dinner otherwise was chips and salsa and a small bowl of Lucky Charms, which I'm hiding from my, my almost three-year-old. She doesn't know about the Lucky Charms. She doesn't know the Lucky Charms no. are now. I've eaten a box of Life so cereal funny. in two days. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, right. blaming, I'm like blaming the baby on my fat face. It's like, no, it's well, carb overload. Like, this is exactly how you looked first year of college. Like, this is not yeah. pregnancy. This is uh, the things useful. that you're putting in your mouth. Youthful. Yeah, but that's I, true. I was like, I have to eat something healthy. So I'm going to steam a sweet potato and eat it, which I was like, well, it's better than nothing. Yeah. But I was so serious the first time. This is the sad thing about second. I mean, it's the great thing about second children is they have to be more, um, no. Resilient. More. Yeah. Well adjusted because <laughs> no one's trying this hard. Like, right. Right. Attention. Yeah. They're like, you know, they'll be fine. Yeah. This is what I was saying about River, like before I got pregnant, actually, was that like, you know. You know that your baby is going to, like, get teeth and you know that they'll walk because you have proof, right? So you're not, like, I don't know if I'll be as worried about those things. But, like, with pregnancy, it's – that's how I feel is, like, you know you had a baby who was fine and great and, like – or whatever, like, you know, a perfect (laughs) human. And so it's, like, eh, like – uh, yeah, you know, yeah. They'll make it. Yeah, they'll be fine. I also have more anxiety, though, because – I'm just looking down the barrel. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. I you know it's coming. Oh, man. Yeah. I know it's coming. That's why I also want to steal any moment I have with Bridget because, like, you're just going to fall off the face of the earth. Yeah. 
Um, I'll like, accept food deliveries okay. or if you want to come walk yes. our dog. Or, um, yeah, See, that's the problem. Your friendship, like I have to be more helpful once you have a child. <laughs> you have to step it up. You're really, you're really tested. <laughs> you both and how committed great, you are. Both yeah. have great excuses because like you be getting more and more pregnant. Um, I, we have friends who had their first baby when ours was two. How old was she? Yeah, it was he. Well, yeah, whatever. We had like a one and a half year old. And we went to see them at the hospital and they were blissful and the baby was really sweet and we were really excited. And then as we walked out of the hospital, like into the elevated, you know, whatever, we're walking out of Cedars. And my husband, Dan, said, they have no idea what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, And we both laughed, but we weren't being malicious. We were, it's true. It's just like, you have no idea. Yeah. What, and, and it's mostly for us, it had been mostly easy, like relatively speaking and, and joyful. But the idea is like, oh yeah, you have no idea. And now we know. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, yeah, I remember you know. getting yes, texts exactly. from girlfriends when they were pregnant, when Sabrina was like five weeks old, which I, I always kind of think of as like the worst period. Really yeah. Um, And, and I just remember those texts like, and I was just like, what? Like, are you kidding? Like, we haven't slept in, like, yeah. forever. What, like, it was, what were the texts? It was just sort of like, I'm so uncomfortable, oh, you yeah, know, like yeah. that. And I'm just like, <laughs> right, shut right, up. Right, like, right, I, haven't right. left my, I haven't seen another human being in, like, right. 12 hours. Yeah, yeah, I remember at that stage, a friend of mine needed to, like, pick something up from my house. And she was like, and yeah, and do you want to, like, grab lunch? And I was like... Oh no! Like you can come get what you need, but I can't see people. Right. Like I can't actually talk well, to you. It's. I just had this conversation. A friend's sister just had her first, and she's the first of her close friends. And she was saying she was shocked at how isolated she felt. Yeah, right. and that's really hard, even if you understand intellectually. And she she's an artist, and she works from home. Her baby's mm-hmm. a little over a month, and she's already has to get back to work. But she's at home with the baby, mm-hmm. and they have help. But she was saying that. Um, a week after she had him, her friend called her and was like, so are you in for Secret Santa? You never responded. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, I love it. And oh she was like, so no, funny. I'm not. Like, I have a one-week-old. And how she was, like, really hurt. And then another friend was like, so, you know, invited her to go somewhere that was obviously impossible with the baby. Oh my God. And I said, and did she say, you can bring the baby? And she was like, yes. And I said, yeah, I there's just, you have no concept till you do it. Right. And then right. you and, do and it. And everyone's so different. And then it's yes. like about accepting who we are because yes. I'm not the mom who can like bring my kid no. to di- a dinner party and like let my f- right. three month old fall asleep on the floor. Right. Like whatever's going like, to happen. Like, right. I was scheduled. Like that's all I had to hold on to for right. the love of God. I'm right. not going right. to a dinner party. But there are other moms who are so awesome and you can totally do that. And I'm envious. And then it's just Mm -hmm. learning to like accept that I'm not that way and that's okay. Yeah. What kind of, and learning um, what kind of mom you are, figuring that out. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Like how big of a pain in the ass am I? Don't you feel, (laughs) I mean, I know I'm, I'm I'm like, I know what this is going to look like. Um, (laughs) but I think I feel much more confident this time in those decisions too. Yeah. Although I don't think I had big illusions about being very flexible because um, in some ways I am. And then in, in many others, I'm not, but I, I feel like I know what, what's, what works. Now this mm-hmm. guy could be totally different. That's the right, other Right. Thing. So oh, that's I'm, another scary hoping. thing, right? Is yeah. like, you're saying it's scary. Like, I'm like, Oh man, but everybody, <laughs> I'm putting all my chips on this one. Right. Like, <laughs> but everybody says you don't get two of the same, which scares me. Because I had a pretty easygoing yeah. baby. Right, me too. Then was a great sleeper. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. sleep trained. She wasn't a great sleeper. She'll be sleep trained, but she's she very good manners. 
She has good manners. She does have good like, manners. I, I feel like I could imagine going across the country with little Phoebe. Like, I'd be all cool. So Sabrina, he, we like have he, some stories to share yeah. after her Christmas <laughs> vacation. I'm sure. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, you don't. And then people say, oh, the second kid's easier. But that's usually when they have, like, the colicky first oh, right know? yeah oh, right. exactly so, yeah right like our girlfriend marie who everyone is hopefully listened to her birth story yeah or her second birth story yeah the second one was really easy because patrick her first one which by the way i mean how cute is it that like patrick river and sabrina I were know. all in the same little oh, mom group so cute it, and, I, and now there will be a second generation and while i'm getting all sentimental bridget was at my house when when we came home with little sabrina from the hospital really you, which sometimes oh. i feel really and bad then you about told me there to be there before they got home. <laughs> told me that hey can you guys hang out that's when i found out you were pregnant it is yeah 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 but i do want to say that like once you have a baby it's so much harder than when you're pregnant but i i don't want to give up my opportunity to complain about being <laughs> pregnant because this trimester has been so awful and i've been going to sleep Sabrina and I have like a running thing where I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep before you. And she's like, no, you aren't. And we're really competitive. And um, and I usually win. Uh, I fall asleep first. And because yeah. um, I'll hear her yell, dad. <laughs> but <laughs> that um, you yeah. And then I roll over because I'm totally <laughs> useless. And I feel really bad for Adam because like I am no help. Like after four o'clock, I'm a zombie. Yeah. You'll get helpful again and then and then you'll get to be no help again. I know. So I'm worried. I feel like I've got this three-month chunk, hopefully, in the second trimester where I'm going to be exercising, like purging our home. Yeah. That's oh, exactly yeah, and, literally and also what like I'm doing. trying to do everything with Atomic Moms and every other yeah. hope and dream I've had that will I know will be on put those three on months. hold yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the last trimester and then how long will it take me to get back after I the think it's faster. I, I think it's faster because everyone has said they were more interested in getting back to their non-parenting lives i guess you're okay. sort of forced to like when you have the first one you're like in a little family cocoon yeah and with the second one because you have this like demanding person oh, yeah. right that you're sort of forced to like do things and so it feels like yeah you just probably want to yeah and you are, yeah, because that routine keeps going. And I don't think you have, and what do I know? I'll, I'll tell you in a few weeks. Um, I don't think you have the blowing up of your life that okay. happens. Like right. the right. transformation has already happened. Right, and right. And now it's an expansion. You've already given up a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. You've already mourned your former self. Right. Um, or not. Um, but I was being glib. But I think that, yeah, it's more... It, it's not as radical of mm-hmm. a change is what I've heard. Right. But I've also heard like my friend Tess, the night she got home with her second child, texted me having two children is laughably hard. <laughs> well, they say that it's impo- like it's impossible, right? They say like one is yeah. hard, two is impossible, and three is a breeze because you're just like adding. Right. Yeah. I feel like once you have five, I overheard someone, (laughs) I was, I was a bridesmaid in my girlfriend's wedding on New Year's Eve and the ceremony was at 7 PM. And I was like, oh, I have not stayed up this late in a while. This will be interesting. And also finding a bridesmaid's dress that would fit. Cause I'm like, you know, pop-up tent and you don't know where you're going to be. Where you're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You have to shop like the day before. And I was also like, please don't tag me on Facebook because people will know I have pregnancy face. Um, (laughs) I don't think they But uh, it's, it was funny because on the van back, I almost threw up 
and um, I overheard some uh, some of the groomsmen talking, and I'm pretty sure they were talking about like having children. Maybe not, but it, it applies. Where once you have five children, you've basically created like the family has its own ecosystem, and like they're fine. Yeah, yeah like, like the oldest one can take other. care of the baby. You can just like add, way to, and the like, yeah, yeah they, there's they, always they, a kid like, to take care. Of the yeah, kid. but then you have five children, right? Which is like great for some people. Not well now, not you, for me. Bridget, it's just. Man, talk about another sponsor. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) uh, Bridget just invested in a minivan. Oh, yeah. So now you can have those five children. Yeah, if Honda's listening. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm leasing, but uh, yeah. Well, I had no, I also, there's some excellent articles. I'll send Ellie the link. Maybe she'll put them in the newsletter about minivans. (laughs) Oh, my God, the newsletter. Sorry, guys, I'm pregnant. I'll get around to it. (laughs) She'll put them on Facebook. Um, The minivan stigma. I really feel like I'm living my truth here. Like, why do I want a third row SUV that takes that is worse mileage, mm-hmm. and I still have to hoist my child into? Which right. is a big part of this is like, Phoebe, my not quite three year old, can get into the she can walk into the minivan. Mm-hmm. I realize children can climb into cars, but she can walk into the minivan and get in her seat, which is very important. Amazing, to right now. I know, yeah, that she will choose to do that. I'm so envious. I mean, Sabrina always tries to dive into the front seat. It's very dangerous. Well, yeah, <laughs> and, likes and to push drive. all the buttons. Yeah, yeah. likes to do that too. Yeah, Becca saw when Becca got a tour of the minivan. She saw Phoebe try to press all the buttons. You have to. Also, there we got the one that has a vacuum. This is very important to me. A Honda Odyssey, which I'm such a dirtbag, so I don't know why it was important to me. But a Honda Odyssey, the special edition, has, and it was not that much more a month than the one a step down. So we, I'm talking like dollars here. So we, yeah, go on. We got that one, but it came with the the screen and the DVD player, which we didn't want. Yeah. Um, but they were like, just don't tell her what it is, which is not really how I try to parent. But Phoebe keeps asking me what it is. And I was like, oh, that only pops down when you've been driving for two hours. Oh, oh, that's oh good. clever. That's pretty good. Because it's true. We're not going to take it out for rides that are less well, than two hours. Well, I feel like you say that now. But, right. like, yeah, you I never know. know. I feel like the baby's here. Exactly. But, like, it may be all TV all the time. <laughs> exactly. It's like only when we go to and from preschool. <laughs> exactly. How did you all feel about having the last holiday season with just one child? Oh, my God, Elliot didn't think about it until this I can. Are you going to cry? Please yeah, cry. I, I, no, I've already I cried. Really sh- I've already done my cry today. No, but you have to cry. Oh, you should have saved it. <laughs> sorry. I always feel like a better interviewer when guests cry. Like I've, like therapists I've, who I've are tapped like, into something. Well, yeah. we still have Gold what, star for me. several minutes left. God, how can I stir that pot? <laughs> <laughs> what buttons can I push? Um, I, I felt it a little bit. I'm also really – well, I don't want to – some listeners <clears throat> listen in the car with their kids, so I don't want to – uh, ruin anything, but I was very aware of it being the last uh, Christmas alone for Sabrina, and uh, we probably overly spoiled her. Oh yeah, I mean, but I think if I had been less pregnant, I would have felt more of those pangs. But as it was, I was felt like mm-hmm. kind of shuffling around, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, but yeah, I mean, I thought about it. I also we did a lot of like, oh, next year because this was the first year that we celebrated and we celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah in a very secular fashion for both really um that there were no cousins on either Mm -hmm. side around so it was just Phoebe so she and which was fine it wasn't I don't think she felt the lack of it but she didn't really have a lot of kids to play with over the holiday Mm. I was like next year baby brother is still gonna be pretty little but well he'll be close to one right Mm. so he might be like 
he'll at least be laughing and like yeah. able to tear the pa- paper Knocking apart. things so. down. Yes. Right. Ruining, <laughs> ruining the tree. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Also, Sabrina is <laughs> so bright and obviously all of our children are, but she's uh, suspicious. Mm-hmm. She's a suspicious type. So that's why I was also feeling like extra sentimental about this Christmas because I was like, She's uh she's gonna wise up pretty soon. Probably you, is she starting to sense most. anything? Like, does do you think she senses that you're extra tired or that oh, like well, something's going on? This was my it's not a mom fail, but we were going on a little road trip right after my ten or I don't know what week it was. Was it my eight week? Yeah, I think it was eight. Um my I had an eight week OBGYN appointment. I wanted Adam to be there because I knew we would do the ultrasound and like hear the heartbeat. And we were going straight from there on this little like weekend vacation thing. And so Sabrina was in the waiting room and I went back into the OBGYN office by myself. And um, and I was like, can we just make sure there's a heartbeat first? And uh, and then I was like, is it okay if Adam and Sabrina come in? Is that weird? I know this is really early. And she said, and Bridget and I actually share um, our OBGYN. She said, uh, you know, you feel so terrible. That's a really good sign. <laughs> and I think it'll be fine. Go yeah. on. And yeah. so Sabrina came in the room and saw the computer, which was confusing to her. Um, yeah. Didn't really understand it that second, um, but was very excited. And then... Because uh, I knew we wouldn't be able to keep it quiet over Christmas break when mm-hmm. we were telling Adam's whole family, and there's a lot of young kids there. And I just knew that, like, I didn't want someone else to tell her first. Right, right. Um, but I picked her up from preschool her first day back, um, and I had a feeling that she had told the whole school. So I, I mentioned it to her teacher, and her teacher said, yeah, that was the first thing. So she, you know, yeah. she gave me a hug, and she <laughs> she was going to hold off telling me that she had told everyone. Yeah. Um, but when I mentioned it— She's like, I wasn't going to tell you. She told us yes. until 13 weeks. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. She said, uh, she goes, yeah, Sabrina said, I'm going to have a baby. There's a baby in mommy's tummy. And so now it's become like an all-consuming thing, and it's really, really sweet. And she's been really um, adorable. She like talks to the baby all the time. Oh, so cute! Um, but the other night when we were putting her to bed, she never poops in her diaper. Mm-hmm. Um, for some, I, Adam had gone to basketball that night, so I had put her to bed, and she pooped in her diaper for whatever reason, and probably as a stall tactic. And um, so I get her out of the bed, and we go to the bathroom, and I take off her diaper. And she goes, can I tell the baby something? And I go, yes, Sabrina. And she goes, baby, smell my butt. <laughs> Good to establish this power dynamic. I think like, isn't that, it's funny because like that is exactly what's going to be going on in your house like every day for like the next 10 years. It was so like. funny. It was like she did it, like her comic timing is just like perfect. She's, yeah. She's really good. Oh man. Yeah. It was so unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> and then one night, um, like you we, thought it was going to be something we, so, so sweet. sweet she's been yeah. doing a lot of like Gucci, Gucci views. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then another uh, night, we basically we shared a room with her for two weeks because we were on the road for so mm. long. Uh, eight days at my in laws, and then this trip to Austin for this wedding. And uh, we were in bed, and I've been having terrible gas. Mm. Um, not sure if it's a pregnancy mm-hmm. or just all the crap I'm eating. Right. <laughs> the constipation. Oh, well. yeah. And um, I tooted, and Sabrina goes. Oh, we say too. We say too. We say too. Too. I was yeah. a little nervous. <laughs> I didn't know if you yeah, had that, a te- like a biological technical term for me, Bridget. <laughs> no, not with this one. Okay. <laughs> it was so, like a family. We had like a whole. Dan and I talked for a long time about what we were going to land on. We landed on tooted. 
Toot is cute, and I think yeah, it's like I, yeah. you know fun, so a fun enough word. She goes, "Did you toot?" Oh. And I was like, "Yes, I did." And she goes, "I think it's because the baby hiccuped." <laughs> Yeah, let's blame it on the baby. Yes, yeah, let's just start now blaming everything yeah. on the baby. Pretty clever for a three-year-old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, those are my stories. I think Serena. that's good, though. We didn't – I didn't tell River until maybe, like, na- like what you <laughs> are now, like week know. 11, right? Yeah. He doesn't know, so. Yeah, if you've seen no. preschool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, like, huge. So As we discussed, I'm, like, out, massive though. now, oh, so okay. I um, – there was no hiding it from him anymore. But um, I, I don't think I told him until like week 11 or like close to when I was thinking mm-hmm. of telling. And that's where I am now. Yeah. And we during those first weeks, like it was what, like six weeks or whatever, for seven weeks between the time that I found out and when we told him. And it was really, really hard because yeah. I felt terrible, yeah. like terrible for most of the day, every day. He was watching. I I was saying at that time that me and the octonauts were like real <laughs> mediocre <Yeah>. parents, but like <laughs> he, you know, it was just it was like there's it was obvious to him that something was going on, right? And why it is got, mommy so depressed? Yeah, why is mommy depressed? <laughs> and like, why doesn't she love me anymore? Like, why doesn't she talk to me? Because there's a new baby. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But then eventually, I was like. You know, like I, I have to even if I'm not ready for other people to know, like it, I have to tell him because of that. Like it's, you know, it's so much better for them to. I, for me, I wish that I told him earlier Mm -hmm. because it was so hard to keep that from him, and I think he was scared that like something bad was happening, Mm -hmm. or like I don't. He could definitely sense something was going on. How about you, Bridget? How did you break the news to Phoebe? It was I was very sick this time, and I wasn't with Phoebe, which. Goes, flies in the face of the old wives' tale about girls making you sicker. Misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they steal your beauty. Yeah, exactly. Well, Although, I, that's true. This, no, this has been, I've I talked to both of you about this. I felt great the first pregnancy. I felt like vibrant and sexy. And this time, fine. I feel fine. I don't feel great, but I feel fine. Um, and multiple people have said to me, Relatives. One said to me, "You looked. You you're a beautiful pregnant woman. You looked great last time, but this time you look really good." And then another relative, on the other side of the family, said to me the other day, "You you looked. You look so much thinner than you did with Phoebe." That's a weird thing to say to a pregnant woman. And a third relative, who may or may not be my mother in law, was like, "Oh, see, your face got so different last time, and it hasn't changed at all this time." And I feel like it's very weird. It's all whatever. We all know pregnant women's bodies are everyone's intellectual property, but it's very weird. I told I told Phoebe. We, she was pressuring me to get pregnant because some of yeah. our other friends had been pregnant. So she was like, "Can you have a baby?" And, uh, and I was like, I'm, "I'm, we're actually trying." Mm-hmm. I didn't tell her that. I was like, "I'm charting." I didn't tell her that. <laughs> but then we told her when we found out the sex. I, we'd sort of like she had asked if there was a baby in my tummy because my friend had just visited right when we found out, and she was really pregnant. And I said, "Like, I hope so. We don't know yet." And I sort of like did that sort of thing. But you did know. We did know yeah. at the beginning part of it. And then we found out the sex and my parents are local and we were swimming. It was over the summer. And my mom said something like about a boy or something. And I was like, all right, we're going to like yeah. time to tell Phoebe. And right then and there, because we were all there, my husband and I were there in the pool. I was like, hey, Phoebe, there is a baby in my tummy and it's a boy. And she was like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that was the least. Yeah. I was like that's, that's been about so it. Funny. But she's now like I'm. I went back. I was saying she was massive. I was like I'm crouched in a tiny chair. <laughs> and I'm, I actually am massive. <laughs> the tiniest um, chair, but uh, it's not that tiny. It's a great size for a child. Apt to be. It's so amazing because it looks like a madman chair. Like yeah, it should be like chair. in an executive office so for I toddlers. To in it. But I am um, now like the nursery's ready. I'm really pregnant. And Phoebe's like wants to wants to cuddle, and she's not a huge cuddler, and mm. is like talking more about the baby and what's that going to be like. And I'm trying not to. I, I really prepare her for things, yeah. and um, that's served us really well. Yeah, you got great Santa pictures out of that. Oh my god, right, right. We really did. We worked on that for like almost as much as the flu shot. Well, like, it that paid was, off. They it are was worth it. They're really top notch. Thank you. Thank you. It's worth it. I know we we were, we rehearsed. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I. So I don't want to scare her about like how long I might be in the hospital yeah. and and all oh, of that. Oh yeah, what are your plans for that? You're so lucky. Your parents have done. Yeah, the my parents are coming. I mean, either they'll oh, come God. when what I go into I labor or if I have the section, they'll right. obviously they'll come the night before because it's early in the morning. What are you guys doing? Do you know yet? I don't. I don't. We don't know yet. We um have been talking about it. I think. We, you know, both of our, uh, my husband's parents are in New York. My parents are in Boston and my parents are, are definitively not going to be here because they you disinvited them. No. But, you know, <laughs> they have a, they have a conference the weekend before the baby is born. And then my mom has to have a, or she has to run a meeting, like a big meeting, um, yeah. right after that. So they have to go back. Yeah. Um, and so they were, I don't know, they just, they like can't be here on the, mm-hmm. or like right around the Which due date. Which is really inconvenient of you. Yeah, you should have tossed before. Well, I know. Conceived. Look, I, we weren't, this actually, we were trying, but this month we really didn't think it was going to happen or the month that it did. Anyway. So. So I don't know. And don't Alex's know. parents are, are unlikely candidates as well. So I'm, I'm just, I don't know yet. I have no idea. Yeah. We we're have some local. friends we're who local. are very close with. Yeah. But Bridget's you guys local. all have so many kids. Bridget there. lives in <laughs> Burbank. I'm <laughs> semi-local. I can at least take uh, the dog if I can't take that's River. True. That's true. The that's dog is, is pretty easy to deal uh, with. Can but. we please speak about Zika, Becca? Oh, my gosh. Because yes. Because you were saying that you weren't expecting to get pregnant that month. Um, can you share just a little bit about that wild and crazy journey? Yeah. So it's we totally insane. Right. It's so insane. So one of my favorite journeys. Basically, <laughs> we were we've been trying to get we had been trying to get pregnant for a while. I mean, I had been trying to get pregnant for a while. This is like a like yeah, and Alex just was you. like just me. Yeah. yeah. And Alex was like sort of on board, but okay. like whatever. So Anyway, so we had been trying for for a couple oh, of months. Oh, I and then- was kidding about. I meant you literally were doing it by yourself because of what was going on. Well, that's so- that happened later. Oh, so okay. but this so was Alex, starting I in like October. You under the bus. No, <laughs> <laughs> Beth was trying to trap her husband. <laughs> it's true, though, right? Like I remember I lo- that was a funny. Yeah. One. We were like, right, and we were both like, like eyes averted. Like I don't know if I could like publicly support that. About? No, like he Honda will never be a sponsor. Honestly, like he knew Honda he like was some he's mostly on board, but I was like really trying to make it happen. And starting like a few months before he was like fully ready. Anyway, so then he um so I but we but then we you know we kept talking about it and we were we were really like committed to trying and then his um but his best friend uh, my husband is an only child, so his best friend is like his 
brother. He's mm-hmm. like a stand-in brother. So his essentially, like for all intents and purposes, his brother is getting was decided to get married. In, not he didn't decide. They were getting married mm-hmm. in the Dominican Republic, where there was where there's Zika, and the Zika thing exploded so quickly. Like yeah. we started trying in basically in October. And this with well, wedding was in February. And I think all of the Zika stuff came out like right around the new year. Like it was so sudden. And so we're talking about going into 2016, everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Exactly. So um, anyway, he had to, he was the best man in the wedding. So he had to go. He couldn't miss it. Right. So I was on the phone. So a couple weeks before I'm on the phone with my doctor and I was like, what do we do? You know, like I'm at this point, we decided that River and I weren't going to go. Um, and for the for a woman like that, there's a clear there was a clear recommendation to wait for 12 weeks was the safe recommendation at that time to wait if you've had Zika exposure. But there was like no recommendation for men. And they were finding Zika once it had cleared the blood. They were still finding Zika in semen. And so for six months, right? Well, the the person that they test or like the test that they were basing this on was 10 weeks. Oh. So, but they didn't know and they mm-hmm. didn't know. And right. at that point there was no recommendation. I and called my doctor. No, when I called my doctor and I was like, should he not go? And she was like, well, that seems extreme. And I was like, well, so what should we, how long should we wait? And she was like, well, I really don't have an answer for that. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So Alex came up with this plan to, um, to freeze his sperm and to, to that we wouldn't we would wait for the exposure period so then there there was a so we would wait after he got back and so, so you i started freeze, doing in, so wait, you freeze the sperm before he leaves yeah like, so it's li- like the day before and he was like lucky to get an appointment yeah <laughs> like it was it was madness and we were scrambling and so then but he comes froze back his sperm he went to the wedding and then he comes back and then we started doing insemination for a couple of – for like three or four months. And that did not work. It did not work at all. Not even close. <laughs> and then – and during that time, then we were moving too. So I was like so stressed and we were buying our first home. So we were like going through this escrow process. And your rental got robbed. And we got robbed. Yep. Our old well, – the day after we moved, our old house got robbed. But you were there? Just, like your stuff was still there? Some mm-hmm. stuff was there. Yeah. Mostly we had moved, but there was still some stuff there that oh. got stolen. It was a very stressful time, which is like now in retrospect, obvious right. that I didn't get pregnant. But You're stressing me out right now. I know. Well, it was – we can – That's. It's, it's all in the past. It was the Burbank PD. Shout out to the Burbank PD. Know, they were so uh, awesome. Phoebe and I were supposed to have a play date with River that day. Mm-hmm. Just Phoebe, not me. And, Too well. And then um, – <laughs> And Becca was like, hey, our rental got broken into and we ended up driving over there. And they like sent someone to fingerprint in like 10 minutes. Oh, yes, they did. So the whole CSI Burbank. team was, was there. Exciting, it was yeah. so exciting. And then the kids got to pee in the yard. Oh, yeah, they exactly. Go in the house. They weren't it's allowed a big day. <laughs> yeah, and Bridget took care of my son, of both of our children for like two hours. It was fine. We peed in the yard. Not me. Right? Did, uh, did they find the people? No. Okay. Well. Yeah. So like – uh, great job, Burbank PD. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. We love the Burbank Sorry, PD. They've always one. been just wonderful. But uh, but yeah, no cigar. Um, right. So you get robbed, then you start making love. Yes. <laughs> well, we and then don't how be long presumptuous. Exactly. We don't know exactly what happened. <laughs> you were immediately started making love. No, by that more. time, so we had done like three or four rounds of IUI, which is the technical mm-hmm. um, abbreviation for insemination. 
um, so we did IUI for three or four months and then, um, we, and then there was a new recommendation from the CDC saying it was okay after six months that that was a, a new time to wait for men who had been exposed Mm -hmm. to Zika. They finally caught up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, somewhat, but then, you know, and then still other people I talked to are like, well, sure, fine. Six months, like, yes. I could have a Zika baby. I don't want to end the podcast on that note. But you don't, but I know, but you don't know if Alex here's exposed. It, right. Alex <laughs> believes very strongly that he was not exposed. Yeah. He got bites. Like He was bit by things while he was there, but he had no symptoms. And he had other things like this is actually really funny, too. The wedding was like there was like a norovirus that tore through the wedding to the point where people had to leave during the ceremony to go to the Poor bathroom. Yeah. It was, it's Poor two husbands. Bride. It was two oh, husbands. Okay. Yeah. The best so, husbands. That's why they, well, they should still care about Zika. Well, I was going to no, say. They, yeah. I mean, but then there were a lot of people who were invited who were, who declined going because oh, for this so hard. Zika yeah. reason. Yeah. It was tough. It was tough, but they had a really good time anyway, except for this crazy norovirus, right. which was like horrible at the time. But now I think it's really, like so funny. They all looked really skinny. Yeah, they came, back, back, they came back from exactly. the DR tan, yes. bitten, and thinner. But uh, so Alex got that, and he also got hand, foot, and mouth from my son before he left. So he came back from the DR with hand, foot, and mouth and norovirus, but no Zika. Yes. Okay, so how long was this whole process from like the first moment that you're thinking you want to have a child, um, yeah. but Alex is maybe not totally right. on board to, um, you know, peeing on a stick? Well, it was about success. a year of trying. Wow. Yeah. And, but the initial, the first, so it was like October to February that we were trying like pre Zika exposure. <laughs> February to August, no, July, wait, February, March, April, May, June, July. Yeah. August that we were trying post, that we mm-hmm. were trying without having sex or sexual contact. And then in August, that was six months after supposed Zika exposure. So then we started trying naturally again, and that's when we got pregnant in October, I think. So it was a year, a year. You got pregnant in October? I think so. Oh, because you're June. Yeah. September. Maybe. <laughs> you have to be in charge. Maybe. When was your last menstrual period? <laughs> September 2nd. So. Okay, so you got pregnant sometime between September and October. Oh my God. So, no, it was September, clearly. I had just pregnancy brain again. Pregnancy brain. Well, the uh, second one. Anyway, I so, but I love hearing the trials and tribulations. Uh, it gives, I think, a lot of us hope and also just Schadenfreude. Like, right. <laughs> I'm happy to provide. <laughs> <laughs> um guys thanks so much for uh doing this with me today and uh it was so awesome me. chatting thanks with y'all um let's enjoy this like last moment of calm before I know. wildness hits um i have so many more months left to complain about being pregnant i can't You're wait for the listeners. listeners i know, I know. <laughs> ready <laughs> um i'm really excited in the next uh few weeks i'm going to be sharing episodes with uh the two women who created uh the ambition interview series for the atlantic so go hop on the atlantic i think it's the atlantic.com uh search for the ambition interviews it's going to be a really really excellent podcast and i also have a specialist coming on to talk about all of the transitions of motherhood 
Um, she is an expert that specializes in anxiety and also PTSD. So that'll be a super awesome episode. Uh, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Go to itunes.com backslash Atomic Moms. Please leave a review on iTunes. Um, it always helps us chart, which also helps other new moms find us. Uh, thanks, everybody. Until next week, trust in your goodness, live out your greatness, and rock on, Atomic Moms. <laughs>